0: Hello everybody, good evening, and welcome back. This week is Parshas Vayetse <clears throat> and we're continuing with the halachas of the of the 39 malachas of Shabbos. And this is going to be the second part of the halacha of kaitzer, which is harvesting and cutting down um, fruits and wheat, <clears throat> and ma'amer, which is gathering. So last time, which was two weeks ago, we uh, discussed the da'iraisa aspects of the malacha of kaitzer, right? The 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 Torah prohibition of cutting down or picking something on Shabbos. Uh, but as we mentioned, the greater relevance of this malacha is, in a practical sense, is more the drabbanon safeguards that Chazal instituted to prevent transgressing the malacha of kaitzer, and there are basically five kinds of isurim. Uh, prohibitions. Number one would be uh, shaking or actually moving a tree or plants. And number two is climbing a tree or leaning on a tree, placing an object on a tree, removing an object from a tree, using a tree in any shape or form. Uh, number three is smelling fruits that are attached still to a tree or the ground. So by smelling it, we're worried you might come to pick it. Number four is riding an animal. This is an interesting one. We're worried you might break off a branch to use as a whip. And number five is to use or pick up fruit that fell on Shabbos. So those are the five kinds of prohibitions that were instituted in order to avoid coming to Kaitsev. So the ones that we spoke about more last week was the Halakha of mishtamish b'ilin, that You're not allowed to ut- utilize a tree. And this is a little less known. I mean, everybody knows that you're not allowed to ride a horse on Shabbos, um, and you can't pick up fruit that fell on Shabbos. But um, using a tree is where not everybody understands exactly what the guidelines are. So last time we explained that the isr of using a tree is irrespective of muktza. It has nothing to do with muktza. Even a lot of things that were allowed by muktza would not be allowed in this case, like touching with your body um, or using even without touching and so on and so forth. So it has nothing to do with muktza. It's a prohibition against utilizing a tree. And Chazal had a very broad definition of what's called using a tree. It's not necessarily what we would call using a tree because they included even removing something from a tree is also called using a tree. Okay, so uh, therefore, you can't put something on a tree, you can't take something off a tree. If a ball got stuck in a tree, you can't knock it out. Uh, you can't hang up something or lean something against a tree. You can't lean a chair against a tree. You can't lean against a tree even without moving, even without your hands. So, any form, shape, of any kind of use, usage of a tree is user, as his, called the Hishtamshas, but allowed to use a tree. And this is all because of the Drabanan of Kaitzer. Now, that's what we talked about last time. There are some leniencies, and that's what we're going to discuss this time. So one leniency regarding sitting on a tree is that if the part you're sitting or standing on is less than nine inches or three tfachim, so it's less than nine inches from the ground, for example, a tree root, you are allowed to stand on that. It's just considered the ground. You can even sit on that. It's also just considered the ground. And likewise, you're allowed to lie on grass. For the same reason, but there's also an additional reason when it comes to grass that this whole gzeira, this whole abundant of utilizing a tree was is not applicable to something soft and and short like uh, grass or like uh, a low plant or something like that. So they, those can be moved around, so you can sit on them or lie on them, and so on and so forth. Obviously, you can't uh, pull them up and you can't tear them out even um, unintentionally, but the, you could you could move. Uh, Sit on them, in any case. Now, this week, though, I want to talk about the situations where you can use a tree in actual usage and that is the most common example of that is a swing or a hammock that's attached to a tree. So Kazana made an interesting leniency in this regard, that if the thing that you are using, namely the hammock or the swing, isn't attached directly to the tree, then we don't look at it like you're using the tree. So for example, if you touch if you I'm sorry, tie the rope or the hammock directly to the tree, right? So the swing it has a rope, it ties onto a branch and that's how you go on it that is a problem because that's considered using using the tree however if you in, put in a nail or a screw or an eye hook into the tree and then you hang the rope on that eye hook that is allowed because it's two steps removed from the tree so uh you have to look at it this way you have to look at it uh my wife teaches it this way. You have to look at it one, two, and three. In other words, you have to be number three. So there has to be one thing attached to the tree, which would be the nail. A second thing, which is attached to that, which is the swing. And then you could be number three. You can utilize thing number two. And the reason why Chazal were lenient, it's a leniency, but the concept is that they look at it then that you're not using the tree, you're using the nail. Right? So by using the swing, which is attached to the nail, so you're two removed, so to speak. There's a swing in between you and there's a nail in between that and the tree. So therefore, we just look at it like you're using the nail and we don't look at it like you're using the tree. However, you would not be allowed to hang a jacket or a sweater from a nail that's uh, coming out of a tree. That you would not be allowed to do because that would, there's just one and two, the nail and then you using it by putting your jacket on it. Uh, if the jacket is hanging already on it, you can take something out of the jacket. That would be like the swing, because then there's one, the nail, two, the jacket, and three is you taking something out of the jacket. You get the idea. So you have to be able to count one, two, and three. There has to be able to be uh, something attached to the tree, something attached to that, and then you using that thing that is attached to the nail. Uh, Someone asked me just recently, they have a swing that is more than one part, so think of it that you have uh, two ropes that are attached to the tree, and then the ropes are then attached to a metal ring, like as so, and then on that ring, there's another rope that goes down, and then the swing is on that, so he wanted to know, can we look at the first rope, like the nail? right, and then the ring is hanging on the nail, so then the swing would be mutter to use, and the answer is no, because we look at it as all like one big thing, and that's an important distinction to make when it comes to this, you can't make artificial twos and threes, it has to be an actual two different things doing two different, thing, uh, two different uh, jobs, like the nail supports the swing and then the swing swings. So uh, that's why we don't look at the swing as, you know, there's a rope and then there's the seat and each one is a third. We don't do that. What the, when something is just serving one purpose, it's one thing and then you have the nail, that's the second thing, and then you're number three, so that's why, you can, that's why that is permitted. So this, this halacha is called, has a name, it's called tzide tzadadim, the side of a side. So uh, it's in other words, you're using something protruding from the tree, so we look at it as the side of the tree, so the nail is the side of the tree, and tzadadim is the thing attached to it. So it's tzide tzadadim, the side of the side, that's the thing you're allowed to use. If you're number three, you can use number two, which is the swing or the hammock like, likewise, if it's attached in that way. Um, back to uh, riding a horse. So riding a horse is obviously prohibited, but again, understand that it's nothing to do with muktsa. You can ride a horse without transgressing muktsa. You could just sit on it, not touch it, um, and there wouldn't be any muktsa problem, but there's an eserderabonon. Of kaitsa you may come to break off a branch for the sake of a whip. Now, all animals are muktsa, and uh, that includes all pets, uh, dogs, cats, and hamsters. And that's something which we have to really dedicate another share, especially just to deal with the issues of owning pets on Shabbos. Mux is actually an issue, but it's from the lesser issues that there are one can run into when owning a pet. There are much bigger problems that come up, um, at which one day we'll give a share on that, and we'll discuss it. Um, to have just finished, the Molochah of Ma'amir means to gather fruit or wheat after it has been picked or fell off the tree or been cut. So obviously this is... Uh, it's going to be relevant if you have an apple tree and the apples fall off and you want to gather them, that would be the m'lachad reis of ma'amir. But, as such, it's not typically very applicable Um, for a number of reasons. It it doesn't have an application because it only applies to food. Does gathering anything else, even naturally occurring item, like twigs, uh, would not be be considered ma'amir. Unless you, I mean, I guess if you'd gather them for firewood, (laughs) maybe then it would be. But typically, it only would apply to uh, fruit or food. And, um, and it also only applies in the place where it fell originally. So if you had a basket of apples and then you dropped them, you can gather them. That's not included in the sisser. So uh, it's not, not that relevant. There's just one interesting thing the Ramam says. The Ramam says that comp- pressing figs together and making like a fig cake or a fig uh, necklace uh, he says also is the molochah the rice of Ma'amir, which is interesting. And I heard once someone trying to make an argument that perhaps making sushi would be something similar to that, but uh, it didn't go through it. So the molochah, uh, it is allowed. It is permitted. So that sum- sums up what we are going to learn about the molochah of Kaitseh and the Mulakha of Ma'amir. And now we're going to continue next week, Be'ez Hashem, with the molochah of dosh, the molochah of... Um, of threshing, of removing the wheat from its chaff, which has a very uh, relevant application to schita, to squeezing out liquids from fruit or from other things.